When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of the entire outfit, is it the um, the chest plate that you'd want to wear the most? Is it the skirt? Like, which part of the Tommy Trojan outfit would you be most enthusiastic to throw on? USC football's back. <laughs> Trojans, Washington State this weekend. By the back. way, Trav. Back. Washington State coming off a 26-23 loss to Utah State. Don't pay attention to that. <laughs> Rebounded against Portland State. They Look, won by 20. The powerhouse matchup this weekend. Pac-12 had a bad weekend. Oregon was great. Everything else was just an absolute. San Diego State have, smashed how, Arizona, too. How many it was just times a terrible weekend. That? How many times have you said that? The Pac-12 had a terrible weekend. Yeah, well, way too frequently. Wait, by the way, you didn't answer the question. Chest plate or skirt, which part of that outfit do you like the most? What do you think I'm going to say? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Chest plate. <laughs> You know you got to go sleeveless. You got to get in the gym and knock out some push-ups or something, and no, I'm get good. all swole before you put on the chest plate. I'm good. Let me just tell you something right now. It doesn't matter when. But by the, the way, helmet. did you see? Did you see? You know we're talking about they were going to do push-ups over on Friday. Yeah, I, yeah. Did he do it? I think Sedano cranked out 49. If I'm correct Ooh, here, impressive. Impressive. That's incredibly impressive. Wow. Yeah. No, that's did, cap, did cap put up 42. 42. Okay. It's pretty good. Look, look anything more than me, six tell- is pretty yeah. impressive. You were Once you get past six, it's not too bad. You you undercut yourself so much. About the push-ups? Yeah. Not a, Al, I, you think I'm kidding. I couldn't. I, I guarantee you I couldn't do ten. No, you can't. 100% no, no, sure can I couldn't do 10. Travis Sleeves brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. SC embarrassed themselves again. Stanford comes in, pushes them around, blows them out. SC season, for all intents and purposes, is absolutely gone. You're not going to come back from this. The team looks terrible along the way. And people, you know what, Al, I said to you, if they don't care, I don't care. Apparently, I'm not the only one that feels like that. Let's try another one here. Let's go to Ladera Ranch and Grady. Grady, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call. You guys are too funny about that tarmac thing, and we really need to get that at LAX, like, ASAP. <laughs> uh, you know, when it, when it comes to football, you, it's almost like talking to a kid. Like, if you have your own kid and you try to coach them, and then they get to a point, you're, what you're saying to them is stale. Mm-hmm. And an example of that is our special teams, right? Last week against San Jose, we tried to return the kick inside the 10-yard line. So you would think you would coach them up, they wouldn't do it again. Stanford, same thing. We do it again, so we put ourselves in a bad position. And it just keeps – a nice guy is a nice guy. And we're fight on. Fight on actually means something to us from SC. So we don't want to give up. And that's why we keep coming to the games. But with this type of uh, outburst every single week, I mean, we're only one and one. So we're not done, right? But if you actually saw the game, it just, the the air was 100% out of us. I don't ever hope for a coach to lose a job because that means something for their family. But we have to make a change. We have to make a change ASAP. 
Grady, appreciate you calling in. By the way, if you guys want to be a part of this chat, 877-710-ESPN. So, Trev, that's, that's what, what Grady just hit on at the end. That's the key. It, listen, losses are going to happen. This is part of sports. The world's not going to end. But it's how you lose. Is it humiliating? You know, SC was a 17-and-a-half-point favorite against Stanford, and at one point mm-hmm. late in the third quarter, they were down 29. Yeah. No, look, it is over. With all due respect to Grady, who who sounds like he knows what he's talking about, I get it. You're one and one. It's not over as far as the math says. It's over. Stanford just came into your building as a near three-touchdown underdog and smashed you. This wasn't some weird little fluky thing where they beat you 42-41 to because you missed an extra point. It's not what happened. Stanford came in and laid hands on SC. Look, people that know, know. The reason that S when SC is going, when they are SC, when the John Robinson teams, the Pete Carroll teams, the really good SC teams, John McKay, of course, before then, nobody pushed them around. Nobody. They were absolutely dominant up front on both sides of the ball. Offensive line, defensive line, they would dominate. Stanford pushed them around like it was a varsity team going up against the JV team. I also love what Grady said about the specialty. Did you see how that game started out? Literally, literally, the opening kickoff. Parker Lewis, the SC kicker, yep. kicks the ball off and gets ejected from for the targeting. game for targeting. Mm-hmm. How, how, how little control of your program do you have when your kicker is running down spearing Ele- guys? 111 yards and penalties. Yeah, that's coaching. That's coaching, and there's mm-hmm. just really no two ways about it. Let's try another one here. Let's go to Tony and Santa Clarita. Tony, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Tony? Hey, if you guys remember the 90s, after the riots, USC recruiting fell off a cliff, and, and UCLA beat them like eight or nine years in a row with Donahue. And, and I think that's going to happen again. This is going to be a decade-long drought or whatever. And they, they were so desperate that they had to bring in a bunch of junior college transfers this year. There's like a bunch of them on the team. They, they couldn't recruit, or the, some people left. I don't know what happened. And I think the team is, is basically meant for the current students just to go hang out on a Saturday, they're not really meant for the public or not even the alumni. It's just for the current. Uh, it's like a gym class now. It's not really a big deal like it used to be. Yeah, it, there, there's a lot going on here. Thank you, Tony, calling in on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 877-710-ESPN. Look, this, this, the, the 90s, the 70s, the 80s, the early 2000s when Pete Carroll's teams were really good, this isn't a recruiting issue. SC's recruiting classes, more often than not, are pretty good. It's a coaching issue, and it's a want issue. The coaching issue is manifested in you're getting four- and five-star recruits. They're not getting drafted into the NFL. That's a coaching problem, okay? Alabama takes four- and five-star guys and turns them into NFL players. SC takes four- and five-star guys, and it's meh. So that's a coaching problem. The other part is the want. SC has rolled with this coach far too long, and the reason they've done it is because well, reasons. They don't really care. If they cared, they would have fixed it a long time ago. If they cared, they would have fixed it after any number of bad losses and mediocre seasons. This is not Arizona or Cal or Oregon State where just kind of being in the mix is a good season. You need to win the conference. They have not been in the mix like that in a meaningful way for quite some time. They just don't care anymore. And they're, they're making it crystal clear. Trav, here's the reality. This is what's going on in L.A. right now. This is what you're competing with, okay? If that was, you know, a USC-Stanford game on September 12th, 11th, whatever day that was, 
if it continues to trend this way over the next, let's say, four weeks and they just continue to lose and maybe they're a game or two below 500, whatever the case is, this is what you're competing with. Dodgers are competing for a World Series. Lakers have Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, obviously what they're doing down at SoFi, even if you're not a Charger fan, you're going to go down to SoFi Stadium because of that new stadium. I only say all that for one reason. They're going to become less and less irrelevant, and that's unfortunate for a program like you've mentioned and you've highlighted has had so much success in the past. It would be unfortunate if they cared what was happening they were trying to fix it and couldn't get it right. They just don't – this is – the house is on fire, and they're just standing at the front yard saying, huh, well – Hmm. What are you going to do? Put it out. They're choosing not to put it out. They're letting it burn. They're just letting the thing go down to the foundation. What's the insurance like, eh. policy on this? Yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know. I mean, is it still burning? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Turn the sprinklers on. It'll, it'll go out eventually. It'll go out eventually. All right, right now it's time for our Stat Hero Weekend Hero. Look, <clears throat> I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm ever going to have a better Stat Hero Weekend than I had this week. Cooper Cup, yes, Cooper Cup, just him. I did the Thursday, Sunday, Monday, the, all the primetime games. You get the players from there. Oh, so all of a sudden a 56-yard touchdown reception helps you in fantasy? Well, seven catches, 108 yards, one touchdown for 56 yards gives me 57.1 points just for him. Just for, or I should say 44.7 for him. I've got 57 on my team. We got the Raider game tonight, so I got Hunter yep. Renfro going. But I'm going to now be one for one in the NFL on Stat Hero. Al. Okay, here's the thing. Stop showing off. All right? <laughs> Stop showing off. People don't like show-offs. Um, here's a great thing about Stat Hero. You guys obviously know this. Uh, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy Sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. By the way, tonight for me, the Monday night game, you know how we look at this and everybody gets all prepared for Sunday, get all prepared for the weekend. You can play tonight. Yep. Monday night for Stat Hero. I got my game going on, and uh, I don't know even if I win, if I'll be as cocky as Travis is, but Travis feels good about himself. I would have be a Cooper Cup. I could have just had him going up against okay, uh, Edwards, right. Ezekiel Elliott, okay. and Evans, and it, it would have been enough. Robert Woods it. threw in a bonus 12.5 points. Really didn't even need those. Hunter Renfro hasn't even played yet. You know what you should do? You know what you should do? You should screenshot what you did on Stat Hero over the weekend. Send it to Les Need. Just say, hey, just do this. Just say, hey, do I need to say anything more about you making some type of a position there in the front office for you? Well, the reason that I dominated Stat Hero this weekend, and you should do it as well, go sign up, is because Matthew Stafford's a real quarterback, Al. Mm. He's a real quarterback. Here's something we haven't mentioned yet, and I think it's incredibly important. I get it. The Bears are not going to go to the playoffs, right? The Bears are in a little bit of a rebuild mode on the offensive side of the ball. Justin Fields got in, scored his first touchdown. Andy Dalton's, you know, he's he is what he is at this point in his career. They're trying to figure out what, what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what they are? they got a pretty good defense. I mean, this is a team with Khalil Mack. This is a team with Robert Quinn. This is a team mm-hmm. with Hicks. This is a team that has some real decent NFL defensive players. I said to Kirk, we were watching, uh, doing the postgame show last night, I said, how much of this, what we saw tonight, is that the Rams are really good and that the Bears stink? And he, he stopped me. He goes, hold on a second. The Bears don't stink. The Bears have a good defense. The Rams' offense was just that good. This wasn't just, hey, we got a good draw on opening night. We're hyped up in front of a home crowd at SoFi Stadium. Nearly 80,000 people there last night just peaking, just absolutely electric atmosphere. You get caught up in the momentum. That's pretty good defense over there. And the Rams, they, they were able to do – you know how many times Johnny Hecker punted last night? 
How many? Once. <laughs> once. The Rams punted once. Other than that, they scored. Or they ran out of time. The quarter, they, you know, the half went in. They they punted once yesterday. That's how good that offense is with Matthew Stafford. They put up 34 points. Here's a beauty. And by the way, if you're looking at this as we don't really have anything to work off of. Remember going through the preseason, you and I kept saying like, oh, what do we, you know, what do we say? We haven't seen anything. It's not like you. It's not like it used to be in the past where you have four preseason games. By the third week, your quarterback's going to play half the game. Right, like mm-hmm. there was going to be your running back's going to play maybe three quarters of the game. It's not like that, at least under Sean McVay. It's definitely not like that. So this was the first test and the first opportunity to see. I mean, I could sit here and tell you, like you just mentioned, you're right. It is the Chicago Bears. You know what's going to be more interesting? It's going to be more interesting week three when you're playing Tampa. Week four when you're playing Arizona. Arizona was fantastic yesterday against Tennessee. I don't know who would have thought they would have blown out uh, the Titans on the road. Week five, you're at Seattle. So this is the beauty with the upcoming schedule for the you know for the Los Angeles Rams. Whatever you saw from Stafford, you're going to get some real tests, and I think that's going to be great to to kind of watch unfold. All right, at 11:30, another issue of fact or cap coming up. But Al, did you hear? what Max Scherzer said about Clayton Kershaw yesterday, and did it make you think about what might be happening well, after this well, season? real quick, just to kind of throw this out there, Scherzer obviously a free agent at the end of the season. Clayton Kershaw a free agent at the end of the season. I think the quote is, is interesting enough to see if that both of these guys may still continue to have a future with the Dodgers. You'll hear it next. It's coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You ever had a long wait for something out that you just, you're, you can't wait, you can't wait, you can't wait, and it finally gets there, and it's just exactly what you hoped for? Of course. October 3rd, Lakers-Nets, preseason game <laughs> number one. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a good example. It's a good example, but you know here's the rub. You know what sucks when that game ends? Only 87 <laughs> left. <laughs> here's the problem, though. You might not get the result you want. You know what yesterday felt like? Yesterday felt like the culmination of six years of waiting. Mm. Here's what I mean. The Rams come back from St. Louis five years ago, and it's six years ago, I should say, and it was, you know, the enthusiasm was kind of tepid. It was, yeah, cool, okay, NFL football's back, but, you know, we'll see. Rams hadn't been very good at that point, and playing in the Coliseum, which is old and kind of beat up, but, yep. yeah, cool. And then you you see the plans. Oh wow, they're going to build that? Really? Mm. Okay. Well, you know, I can't wait for it to be here. And then the team wasn't very good. 
and the team got a little better. And then and you it's got the delayed really, a year. Yeah, it rains for the first time in a century, yeah. and it gets delayed a year. And then you have a pandemic, and people aren't allowed to go in it, even though it's there. Yesterday felt like the payoff of six years of waiting. A really good team in a building that's all theirs, that's state-of-the-art, with a front-line head coach, with a front-line NFL quarterback, yeah. Yeah. new uniforms, fans buying in. This wasn't a curiosity. This wasn't, mm. hey, let's go see what the Rams are like and what that new building's like. Those were Rams fans in the house last night. It was just so much fun to see six years building up to it, and the payoff was absolutely perfect last well, night. Well, that, listen, that's, that's what you got to do. You know, We talked about this with USC where everyone is trying to get, grab your attention here in L.A., and we all have a short attention span, so – you have to be successful. You have to have a good product. You have to have guys that people know they recognize, especially in football. So the product that you kind of described yesterday, and then you got on top of that a $5 billion stadium, which, by the way, the Super Bowl is going to be there this year. By the way, the hype. I mean, just look at – go watch any of the local broadcasts. And you see them outside the stadium. You know, it's like, what the hell is that thing? You know, it, it's – and you were there. I mean, you got a chance to kind of experience all this, and I'm sure that's uh, that's one of the more premier events that you've ever been to. It was. It's right up there it, because of the grandness of the venue, too. Emily, you found your way out of there in one piece. I know. I know that you texted us at one point, like, uh, guys, what you happened, might want to be. You what might want to start early. You got lost. <laughs> so I I left uh, earlier than the end of the game uh, because I didn't have to do the post game show. So I wanted to beat some traffic, and so I decided to leave. I went in the elevator. I thought, okay, let's go to the first floor. That means you're getting out. So yeah, no, then that means the field level. <laughs> so I yeah. get out. You should have texted field- me. <laughs> I get out the field level, and I'm like, this is definitely not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> and so then I get. Uh, I try to go up the stairs. They say you can't go up the stairs. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I go in the elevator again. Takes forever in the elevator because they're dropping off a bunch of people. No, no, they, they lock the gates. They don't let you in until the game ends. <laughs> and so then I ask five different they people. They should do that at the Coliseum for SC. <laughs> I ask five different people how to leave, and they all say that, that work there, and they all say, ah, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah. how do you not know how to leave Everybody's the building? New. Everybody's new. Ugh. We're getting used to SoFi. It looked great last time. I'm glad out, you made your way out. I'm glad you made your way out <laughs> along the way. People, I like your idea, Al, locking the gates behind the them seat fans. No, 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 you got to wait till the game ends. <laughs> yeah, we're down by 30 points in the third quarter to a terrible Stanford team. That's your problem. We got another quarter of football to go. Sit down. Feel free to <laughs> sit like in a different a location just to kind of, you know, change it up a little bit. Okay, so yesterday, Max Scherzer becomes just the 19th player in Major By the way, they've played Major League Baseball for almost 150 years. Mm-hmm. So if you say you're one of 19, you've done something pretty impressive. 3,000 strikeouts for Max Scherzer yesterday. He joins that club. Clayton Kershaw is about 3,500, excuse me, yeah, yeah, about 3,500, no, 350, 50. I should say, yep. strikeouts away from getting to that number as well. And I want you to listen to what Scherzer says about this because I think there's a little bit of information here. This is Max Scherzer. Yeah, he was just happy to, uh, to be able to watch it and have, be, that we're on the same team. So hopefully I'm here and be able to watch his 3,000th as well. So, um, you know, obviously what he's done in his career, uh, you know, he should reach that milestone and that'll be a special milestone for him as well. That's it. Did you hear that? Yep, he just signed a deal. <laughs> Did you Scherzer hear that? just inked a three-year deal. Uh, details of the amount is still undisclosed. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what came out of that, Trav. Can mm-hmm. I can I ask you a question here? So, we did this a little bit earlier. If you're Max Scherzer, actually, I remember this before the trade deadline. If your goal was, 
I want to go get another World Series. Right? You've kind of think about how much money he's made over his career. And oh, by the way, he won a World Series, you know, with the Nationals, and he'll always be, um, you know, let's just say he'll never have to pay a meal again uh, in that city. Right. Here he is now playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and it's not like he's the third or fourth best pitcher and he's not relied upon. No, he's their best pitcher right now. And that's as great as Walker Bueller has been, that's how ridiculous um, Max Scherzer has been. Why? I'm just kind of playing this out here. You you have an organization that's already shown it's all about winning. You already have an organization that's shown if we got to go out there and go get a guy at the trade deadline to put us back in the mix or over the top or whatever the case is, just go look at the Dodgers. Look at what they've accomplished over the last nine years. Last nine years. I don't know what Scherzer's going to do after this season, but does it kind of seem like, like why, why would you go anywhere else? Well, I, I really do think there's only one scenario where he doesn't come back. And, and I think it's a narrow one. I don't think it's likely. And that is that the Dodgers decide it's just too expensive. That if he's going to make $40 million a year and he wants three or four years at his age, I don't know if we can go there for economic purposes. Now, they've never indicated that they're not willing to spend money when it's the right thing to do. So I'm not super worried about it. But that's really it because you're right. They're, look, Dodgers may or may not win the World Series this year, but they're in the mix. They're going to be in the mix next year. They're going to be in the mix the year after that. They've got this unbelievable blend of veteran guys, younger guys, guys that are coming into the bottom of the pipeline, and the guys that are going out are not guys that are so valuable that you can't replace them. They Look, this is the scenario that terrifies the rest of Major League Baseball, which is this team drafts and develops players better than anybody else, which the Dodgers are in the very thinnest slice of that. They're very good at identifying what you are bad at. Hey, you want to let Max Muncy go? We'll take him. You don't think Chris Taylor's a major league player? Okay, fine. We'll take him. Watch this. Turning those guys into very useful pieces. And then they've got the wallet to cover any mistakes that might happen, any things that might pop up. Oh, Mookie Betts is available. Yeah, we'll take him. Yeah, but you got to take David Price. Fine, we'll take him. We'll give Mookie $400 million on top of that. We'll go get Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Well, hey, they're both free agents in at the end of this year and the end of next year. Okay, what's your point? <laughs> there's no soft spot in the way that they do this. And to your point now, if I'm Max Scherzer, where else do you want to go? Mm-hmm. What else do you want to do? I, I I don't know that there's a better scenario. I give you know maybe, and I haven't heard anything like this. Maybe he doesn't like L.A. Maybe he doesn't like Southern California. Hard to imagine. I can't imagine why he wouldn't like it. But though, I mean, you're talking about really small things that might prevent it from happening. It feels like he's getting ready to pitch here again next year. I will say this, and I, I I like the point that you brought up. You said if it comes down to economics. Well, the reality is that's not even the problem with the Dodgers. I don't think it will come down to economics. It will come down to responsible and irresponsible. One of the things an organization like the Dodgers, when you're a big market team like them, you should have more flaws. If you have that much money and you have that type of market that you can kind of use to your advantage – you also should not be that responsible and have that good of a farm system. And like you said, be able to take players that aren't successful somewhere and then make them successful within your own organization. You shouldn't have both. And that's what you're referenced to when you say, this is what the rest of Major League Baseball is so worried about. Trav, it's, it's, maybe this is a bad example. Someone who has a lot of money should also purchase stupid things. You know, like that happens, right? Like yeah. somebody is buying that car that you're saying to yourself, that's a really stupid investment. The Dodgers have all the money, but are still like getting the pre-owned 
Um, it has 15,000 miles on it. Somebody else just came off a lease of it. Like, they're still incredibly smart as well. That combination, it, it's you're not supposed to have both. They have both. No, you're not, and they do. And if that guy decides to stay and Turner decides to stay, then all of a sudden they're loaded up moving forward. Because keep – I mean, look – Dustin May's coming back. Walker Bueller's just in the beginning of his prime. And now we get to see Clayton Kershaw again for the first time since early July tonight against the Diamondbacks. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see whether he looks like a guy or whether he looks like Clayton Kershaw. I'm anticipating Clayton Kershaw. I forgot to mention this to you. We've done this before. Mm -hmm. I want your first gut initial reaction when I say uh, this one name. Kenley Jansen. Uh, Better. My, my, I feel better. I, I was really worried. I don't feel great, but look, I'm not going to be the guy that wants to be right more he's than looking been, at what it is. He's kind of been pretty good. He's been fantastic. And he hasn't he hasn't been pretty good. He's been better than that. He's been and that fantastic. was Trinan. That was actually Trinan who uh, gave up a couple runs on yeah. Saturday. It was yep. Kelly that came in to get him out of the jam. Then it was Trinan one or it was uh, Kenley one two three. You're right about that. You're right about Joe Kelly. He's really been very good. When he throws strikes, he's nasty too. Look, I feel better about Kenley. I'd love to see him keep going, but that little thought in the back of your mind is still kind of you know get some credit there. on this. You know, still mm. get some credit on this. Mm. How many saves did Mason say? Say thirty five. I don't know. Thirty two right now for Kenley. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get more than 35 because they're going to have to keep winning games if they want to get in there, and they're going to need him to pitch it. He's, he's been very, very good. No question about that. All right. SC people are still livid, Al. Oh, you know what? I'm glad. I just am not one of them anymore. I've kind of moved on from it. Plus, fact or cap. That's all coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So much going on. Great Rams win. Dodgers sweep the weekend series. Max Scherzer, 3,000 strikeouts, nearly throws a perfect game. But some other things that kind of fell through the cracks along the way. I want you to listen to this, Al. This is great. This is the call from Jackson State. Yes, that Jackson State. Deion Sanders, Jackson State. He's the head coach there, beating his alma mater, Florida State. This is what it sounded like. Snap the Cooper. Looking down the field. He's got a man. Caught it. He's free. Phil Yall Johnson at the 10. At the 5. Touchdown. 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 There are no flags. Touchdown pass on the final snap of the game. Jacksonville State has won it. My bad. Jacksonville State. Not Jackson State. Jacksonville State. I blew that, but... Jacksonville State just yeah. beat Florida State. You can hear how hyped they yep. are. Al, that's fantastic. Oh no, I picked them. I picked them. I did uh, <laughs> my pick them over the weekend. That was my lock. That was my lock. If you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for, you know, picks in the NFL and in college, just uh, text me. Um, okay. First of all, let me just they say could this. Beat SC. For- <laughs> nine-point favorites. They'd be nine-point favorites. First of all, let me just say this. Uh-huh. Um, by the way, cool storyline too. I think that's a game where they pay Florida State pays them four hundred oh, sure. grand to play them. Absolutely. And 
and then but it, it's just it's the final play of the game. Obviously, it's not supposed to happen. You love some of these small schools listening to the local play-by-play. <laughs> Something interesting happened in the game. Do, are you aware of this? You aware of what happened so. after? Okay. Talk, so a man by the name of Brady Scott, who yep. is a offensive lineman for Florida State. Okay. <laughs> Florida State just lost to Jacksonville State. Yep. Not Miami, not the Florida Gators, not Virginia Tech, Jacksonville State. And this guy decides that that's the moment that he's going to propose to his girlfriend on the field. The Jacksonville State players are still celebrating in the background, and Brady yeah. Scott's on one knee proposing to his yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> so good. Let me tell you something. That's when you know you care about your girl. Okay? doesn't matter the environment. It doesn't matter. It's almost like the equivalent of there's a war going on in the background, and you're like, no, this is the time. No, this is the <laughs> She's going to least expect it right now. Uh, God bless him, man, but let me just use a football term. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we call audibles, right? <laughs> so if the game plan was, I'm going to propose to my girl after we blow out this team and it's all good and then we just kind of move on. It wasn't a, another team in the conference where I was worried about losing that game. <laughs> you lost the game, bro. Like, literally, in the background of your photo of you proposing is the other team going crazy, winning on your home field. Uh, just just an easy audible. I think, Travis, that's a kind of a fair thing to do. Well, I you're right, and I like the idea of an audible, but if anybody should be calling an audible right now, it should be Lady Brady Scott. She, she, she's the one who should be like, eh, you know, I don't know if this guy's got a good... A sense of situational awareness. They just yeah. had the most embarrassing loss of their lives, and he's doing it right now. Maybe, you know, maybe I go see what those Jacksonville State guys are up to. Maybe there's one of the guys over there that's pretty interesting. That's what they should do, babe. We're doing it. We're doing it. I don't even care. I don't even care that everyone. This is going to become a national topic, and everyone's going to talk about it. I'm proposing right now. That's not a good one. All right, so speaking of bad losses, back to USC getting smashed by Stanford over the weekend. A bad Stanford. Look, this is not the Stanford team with Andrew Luck. This is not no. a good – this is a bad Stanford team that not only beat them out, they pushed USC around, which is the worst part of all. Okay, let me, let me kind of set this up too because a lot of times, you know, when Travis and I are doing a show, there are certain topics that we think are going to be interesting – and when we throw out calls, Travis, probably about an hour ago, I said, hey, let's take some USC calls. Throw out the number, 877-710-ESPN. When I tell you the phone lines have been lit up and people have just waited to go after USC, it is in our best interest to make sure mm-hmm. that we're appe- appeasing to uh, listeners out there that want to obviously uh, uh, voice their opinion on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Let's start in La Jolla with Ryan. Ryan, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for the uh, double read on Ask Slee this morning. Uh, Busy day for you. It is. Ryan, I'm going to follow uh, you right now. Stay with me here. You thanks, keep doing what you do. Thanks, brother. You ask Travis thanks. whatever the question is, I'm going to get to work here. Appreciate that. Hey, the previous caller, uh, and I'm coming at this from an alumni and a season ticket holder perspective. The previous caller mentioned that the president does not care. 100% agree with that. Trav, if he cared... Not only would he fix the football thing, but he'd go back and fix the baseball team, which has sucked since Mike Gillespie was here. But mm-hmm. let's go back for let's go back twenty years real quick. Pete Carroll, no ties to the program. Nick Saban, no ties to Alabama. 
Uh, Urban, no ties to Florida. Dabo Sliwa, no ties to Clemson. <laughs> it's time to it's time to get rid of Clay. Call Kyle Whittingham. Call David Shaw. Get them, give them whatever they want. Bring somebody in here that's going to eat and breathe this thing. And, and I think uh, I think we get back to the way we were. Love you guys. Later. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Um, he, you know, the baseball comp is a good one, Alan. I know that college baseball is not a great talk radio topic, but let me just kind of, for people that might not understand, USC has won more national championships than any other school, in, or I should say College World Series championships than any other school in the country. Okay, that, that for a long time, USC was the blank in college baseball. Major leaguers left and right, College World Series appearances left and right, they were the team. Rod Dato hands it off to Mike Gillespie, it just keeps rolling. Michael Gillespie leaves, and the program flounders. And now they're kind of irrelevant in the Pac-12. They really don't. UCLA has lapped them. There's a whole bunch of other teams. But that's the blueprint for what's happening in football. And I get football's a little different than baseball. It's not apples to apples exactly, but it's close. That if you don't care, if you don't decide, no, no, hell no, we're not doing this. we got to fix this. If you let that thing spread, that, that malaise, that that disinterest in the program that it's not important that you win it's more important that it's just kind of calm and quiet this is what you get you get a, a moribund boring uninspired football group i'm going to read off one tweet here capitano matt i was in the student section on saturday night they weren't having it from the beginning the fire helton chant started in the first quarter but this wow. is what I want you to pay attention most to. It says hashtag USC football, then hashtag Dabo Sliwa. We might be going somewhere with Dabo Sliwa. That might be <laughs> – this might have some legs. Don't pay attention I think you to picked the right anything one. else that I said. Anything else I said, forget about it. We're done. The SC thing, powerhouse this weekend, Washington State and USC. Hashtag Dabo Sliwa. That's all I, I really read from there. <laughs> well, look, two people on the phones have already addressed you as Dabo Sliwa, so it's here to stay. Let's try. You know what? We're doing well in Santa Clarita today, Al. A lot of action in Santa Clarita. Brendan in Santa Clarita, you're next. What's going on this morning, Brendan? Gentlemen, thank you for taking the call. So, yep. hey, listen, I'm coming. Same thing. Season ticket holder, 10-plus years until about 2019. Uh, they wanted the personal seat license fees and, and whatnot, 1500 bucks a ticket, just for the opportunity to buy tickets wow. for this, this program. So I've had many opportunities to meet Clay over the years, and, and just like you guys have said, many people have said, he is an outstanding person, amazing yep. father figure, character builder, whatever you want to call it. But the real problem is that he has, like, he has an absolutely great agent because he's got some massive buyout. And I don't know the exact numbers, but last I heard it was something like $20 million to get him out of there. Is that, do you guys know? I don't know what the number is exactly, Brendan. I've heard that it's very, very high, but I kind of reject the notion that SC can't afford it. They choose not to. SC can afford, they have one of the biggest endowments in the country. If they wanted to buy him out, they could. Exactly my point. And so Clay and Mike Bone, they need to sit in a room, have a little chat, and agree on an exit strategy, I, in my opinion, which, hey, you're going you're gonna to pay Clay. That should be the new chant you're going to hear in the Coliseum, pay Clay. Because it doesn't have to be the $20 million, but he's a good enough dude where I genuinely believe he will take less to see the betterment of the program. And it's going to maintain Clay's great reputation because he has a great reputation as a person, allow him to announce it, spin it in a positive way, but get back to competing, not just holding on, hoping for this win. Because every time we get the lead now, you know that it used to be we just we could walk out of the Coliseum because we knew we were going to win. Now you walk out of the Coliseum because you're pissed because you know that they're going to lose it. And if they can't come to terms 
on some sort of buyout, they absolutely need to treat the Coliseum as a United Airlines field that it is and treat it as a tarmac now in tarmac <laughs> clay. There's a lot of legs behind that one. That one's LAX is going to get just all these calls, and I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> um, by the way, it's funny when you know when you hear that. And listen, I, I, I like when people say, hey, Clay Helton's a good dude. There's nothing wrong he with is. that, highlighting it. Your job is to, you know, you obviously you're hired, especially the amount of money that you're making to to take on a program. If this is Arizona State, okay, it's a different conversation. If it's, you know, just think of all the other Pac-12 schools. If if it's a school that just doesn't have that much uh, expectations, it's a different chat. It's a different conversation. He's hired to accomplish one goal. Maybe it's a couple goals, but one of the main ones is you got to produce. He's not producing. But- so, so what do you do? Trev, this is the business that we're in. If tomorrow yeah. we're given plenty of opportunities, oh, it's all great that you might be a nice guy, might be a nice guy. They'll make a change. That's how the business works. It's very simple. That Mike Bone needs to have a list. This is the oldest AD trick in the book, right? You have a list in your pocket of the five guys you call if your coach gets hit by a bus, right? You need to have that list, and it's the same list that you have in your pocket if your coach needs to get fired, and that's where it is. Is it more important that he's a nice guy than wins? No. Okay, he's not my neighbor, he's not my best friend, he's not my dad, he's not my uncle. He's the football coach of the team in town, and the number one on that list, win football games, and he's not taking care of it. The other stuff's it's important, coming. it's just not as important as that. All right. And, it, oh. and if it's coming down, just one thing, Trav, if it's coming down to a financial thing as far as uh, paying him off, there are great interest rates right now. I mean, I'm hearing ads <laughs> out <Nancy>. there. <laughs> I mean, 3%. You don't have to put anything down. I mean, this is unbelievable. Zero down on Clay Helton's buyout. I'm Shop sending right links. Now. I'm sending bank <laughs> links to at usc.edu. Hey, it can't hurt. It absolutely can't hurt. All right, Matt Stafford actually better than advertised. That's coming up at 11.55. But up next, get ready, Al. Fact, Fact or, or cap. Cap, that's it. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having my back on that one. Really appreciate it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Real quick, no thinking, just reacting. You ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Highlight of the weekend was blank. What was it? Uh, I'll go just NFL, just the whole day. 10 a.m., everything starts. Go all the way till what What time the game end? You say 8.30, yeah, whatever it like was, that. somewhere around there. Just the fact, Trav, I don't have to sit here and watch every single game. The games are on. I could tune in when I want. There's always a good game going on. You know what I hated? I hated tuning in, and I was forced to watch Chargers and Skins. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Red zone, my man. Here? You got to go. Yeah. You got to get the red yeah. zone and go from there. All right, I want to get into Matt Stafford and him being even better than I thought he's going to be. That's coming up at eleven fifty-five. But first, fact or cap? Up first, another anniversary of a TV show. Law- Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Law and Order premiered thirty-one years ago today. My is there, goodness. <laughs> is there anything more bingeable than Law and Order, Travis? This is fact or cap. That's cap. It's close to the top of the list, but there's too many. 
right? You just you you feel like you can never get on top of it. Like you said, thirty one years. I don't know how many different versions of Law and Order there've been. There's at least four or five. There might be eight or nine, as far as I know. There's just a million of them along the way. It's great. I love it that you can drop in at any time and watch the first part. It's its own show. The middle part. It's its own show. And then the last part. It's its own show. But for me, it's always going to be one of those prestige series, whether it's Breaking Bad or Mad Men or Sopranos or one of those that Law & Order, as good as it is, is a little too easy that you don't have to pay attention. So I'm, I'm going to have it near the top but not at the top. Um, the 332nd episode still is my favorite. That by far is the one <laughs> what, that I was going to look at. You mean the one 12 years at. ago? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ready for this? I've never watched Law & Order. Once? Ever? Never seen Law and Order. You never went like through a phase where you're watching it like all the time. I feel like everyone's had that phase. Literally, have never seen Law and Order. Well, let me start by telling you: you should start with SVU because that's where Mariska Hargitay is, and she's the best person in that series. She's wonderful and beautiful and talented. Okay, and I got a question. Things. I got to stop you here. If I have never seen it, and there's all these other great things to watch, yeah. it's too yeah. late, isn't it? Well, yo, for sure. But no, okay, hold on. You know what? You're not I take going that back. back. It's not. Here, here's the brilliant part of Law and Order. I literally okay? need to take a year off no. of my life don't. and just That's, watch. You're wrong. Here's 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 the you're brilliant wrong. essence of Law and Order. You can watch any episode, and it'll make perfect sense to you. There's That's what the, the show... There's no background. You, they, they, you never talk about these characters' personal lives. They ne- One episode never connects to the other, or very, very rarely. They're all like little one-hour movies. That's actually I like that. I like yeah. that. You can drop in any time you want. The funny thing, too, is they use the same actors a lot, too. So you might see someone get be the murderer in one episode and then the victim in another. And super money. famous saving people money. show up in that show as well. Like when they're very young, like all of a sudden you'll be like, wait a second, isn't that Robert De Niro when he was 11 years old on an episode of Law & Order? And then there he is 50 years later. Okay, up next is one of our favorite people to talk about, uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer lost yesterday with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Real so shame. my <laughs> Real shock. Uh, my statement is, Urban Meyer will leave the NFL after this year to come and coach at USC. Alan, is this factor cap? I'll go cap. And part of the reason why I go cap is because USC has not shown that they want to go out there and get a big-time name. That's number one. The second thing is, can we give the dude a second in the NFL? Just give him a little breather here. Give him a little. I, I, I love this, by the way. It's not like Jacksonville has done anything in a long time. So I'm actually curious to see how he does in the NFL. I know a lot of people are quick to kind of pile on on him. Um, But I I think this has more to do with the fact SC has not shown that they want to go out there and get a big-time name. It's cap for the reason that you just mentioned. They had a chance to hire him, and they chose not to. Right, that he there was all that noise a couple years ago about hiring her. He'd moved to Los Angeles. He'd taken some time off. And they didn't do it. So I don't know what level of interest there is from USC. Here's the other part. I, I, I do think that he will be available at the end of the year. I think he could be one of those one and done. Urban Meyer likes to be in charge. He likes to be a college football coach where you have this little mini dictatorship. You don't have that in the NFL. You have to have a collaboration with your players in the NFL. He's not good at that. So I think he will be back in college. I just don't think it's going to be at SC. All right. F1's Daniel Ricardo. To celebrate his first one in three years, chugged champagne out of a sweaty shoe. So, here's my statement. If we become the number one sports show in Los Angeles, you would chug champagne out of a shoe. Travis, is this factor cap? 
Fact. Absolutely. If we become number one, there's nothing I won't chug anything out of, period. Whether it's champagne out of a shoe or chocolate milk out of a bucket or whatever whatever, whatever liquid you want to pour into whatever device, I will chug it if we become the number one uh, show. Daniel Ricardo, that's his deal. He chugs things out of shoes when he wins F1 races, but it's disgusting. But I get it, man. Winning is fun. I like winners, Al. So if we become the number one thing, I'll chug whatever you want me to chug. No, I love it. I love that uh, Travis will do it, and he represents both of us. So this is fantastic. This is great. Travis, uh, why not go do this? I'm going to go run a half marathon, probably stop one-fourth of the way because I pull some type of hamstring. <laughs> then you could take my shoe, lob a beer in there, take it down. I appreciate what you're doing for both of us. 100%. I'll, I would 100% do that. I'm in. All right, here's my last one. Uh, UAB this weekend premiered a turnover skull. So whenever you get a turnover, <laughs> you get this huge skull yeah. that they can wear around. And so I'm kind of over it, but uh, here's my statement. Turnover items need to just stop. Uh, Alan, this is Factor Cap. No, I'll go. I'll go cap on this one. I actually kind of like it. You know, in a weird way, let's use, let's use a couple of the more – um, more popular ones this year. And we even talked about Padres have that gold chain they put on and you spin the, the San Diego thing, right? <laughs> I, I think, listen, it's cool because you watch a game and there's a lot of fans that went out and buy them. You go, like there, there's something to it. It's merchandise. It kind of adds a different excitement element. Here's the only thing I'll say. You got to be careful with these things. Because if you're out there and you want the attention, you got to back it up. And a lot of times... You know, you look stupid at the end of the day if you've lost five of six and you have this thing around in your in your dugout and everybody's kind of cheering. It's like, go win a game before you start running your mouth. Look, I, I, I love them. I think they're great. I think not only should we not get rid of them, I think the handful of teams that don't have them should be required by law to implement by some law. sort of turnover Absolutely change. By law. Or or something. Did, did one of my favorites? I saw it yesterday. The Blue Jays have a sports coat that they put on somebody when they hit a home run. It's fantastic. It's stupid. It's corny. It's goofy. But more than anything else, it's fun. The, the stuff gets way too serious sometimes. We take it way too seriously about decisions that this coach make. If you want to have a little fun and put some guys in a wheelbarrow like the like the uh, Red Sox do, if you want to throw on a sports coat or a turnover chain or whatever it is, I am a hundred percent in on that. I forgot to add that he got this turnover skull when they were losing fifty six to seven to Georgia. Well, maybe we temper so. the enthusiasm a little bit at fifty six to seven, but I still want my skull. <laughs> if I got the turnover, do it when I you win. Do it skull. when you're dominating. Don't do it when it's like, yeah, we're uh, on a four game losing streak. Let me go ahead and throw this thing out there. I'm doing it. I'm gonna wear it to work tomorrow. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna show up the next day. Hey, yo, check out my uh, turnover skull. <laughs> You see that interception? We would have lost 63-7 to if I didn't get this done. That's what. That's how I would do it. All right. A huge day in L.A. yesterday, including the debut huge of Matt weekend. Stafford. Say that again, Al? A huge weekend. Oh, my gosh. There was Dodgers. There was Rams. There was an SC debacle. We're going to hit all three of those coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.